Canaan Collective. Y'all know what time it is, baby. It's Kane o'clock. Park your car, turn off your lights, get yourself a plate. Because I got a hand that's going to help me cut this cake right now. Yo, yo, yo. It's good. It's good. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's your boy, CJ Salva. And I'm up here about to wild out with this topic that we got here today, y'all. I swear, this is a good one. This is a funny one for me. All right there, co-host. Can you go ahead and set it off? Dang on it, so today, bro, this is CJ Savile edition right here. Another one, another one. We talking about Charleston White and this fight video that he got on World Star Hip Hop. Y'all got to shout out to World Star for this one right here. When he uh, was coming at this dude, bro, on stage at his comedy show and was telling him straight up, like, you a fuck nigga, like, pull out some money. And I guess that got... Got to his feelings and he had to hop on stage and box Buddy up for that shit. But when you watch the video, if you go on World Star, type in Charlie White fight, Charlie White fight or whatever, I'm pretty sure you'll find it. You see that he said at the end of the video that the nigga didn't touch him at all. And I think that's funny because, like I tell y'all about Charleston White, how I be talking about it, how everybody know me and, and they know how I talk about him. I think this nigga is a funny character. I think that everything he do is literally money purposes. So all that right there, y'all, is another topic for him to get his bread. He have told us a thousand times in all his videos that he changed up his lingo and how he talked to y'all is because more people watch how him acting crazy and him talking to people, literally telling motherfuckers to get your bread up. Like, that's how he speak to the dude. He told us, show me some fucking money. Show me some money. And the motherfucker said, I ain't got no money to show. And he said, you're a broke nigga. And the nigga hopped on the stage and tried to kill him. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, Charleston White said he ain't got touched, bro. He got speared. He did get hit a couple times. I this think he, like he ran months, behind bro. stage, bro, a little bit. He was trying to get backstage, and he ended up getting hit with a Goldberg slash Rhino type spear. And what had happened after that was, bing, 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 that Buddy was getting mollywhopped. That's why he said he pressing charges. If he ain't get touched, why would he press charges? I'm just saying. Understand this right here. You know what I'm saying? This is the CJ Savile edition. Just tap in. CJ Savile only one. Tap in on IG and Twitter. Understand this right here, bro. Charleston Wright came out telling people from the grip, if you fucking touch me, I'm going to sue you. He said he came out when 6ix9ine was coming out with the snitching shit, telling people and everything about, oh, 6ix9ine wasn't a bad person. This had a third for snitching. That fuck nigga just had a third. Should have never, like, uh, he, he, he did the right thing. Telling people, like, boy, like, go out there and snitch on people, get some money doing all that crazy shit. Like, I tell people, if you into that, that's you. We don't fuck with that shit. Like, I never really fucked with Charleston Wright, but some of the shit that he say scientifically about getting bread and niggas laying on their couch not doing shit like that, that shit true. Like, a lot of people do this shit. So he telling you, if you laying on your couch and shit, if you laying on your couch listening to, to Marco Kane 24-7, you know what I'm saying, and you ain't really got no emotion going on, shout out to you. Continue doing that. Run the views up. Shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, I appreciate that. Thank you. Other than that, bro, if you want some other shit, and you ain't bumping my nigga Marco, Marco Kane on a daily basis, and you not just, and you just don't got no motion going on. Charleston Wright, everything that he say is talking about you. <laughs> All right, now real quick, let's talk about a couple things about Charleston White. Y'all already know I got a love hate relationship with this dude. Sometimes he's on point like a mosquito's needle, but let's be clear, a broken clock is right at least twice a day. 
Now, he recently did a podcast with Cam Newton. Shout out to Cam Newton. Um, and he made a very poignant statement, and I got to bring it up. I'm a paraphrase, but Charleston White was basically saying, don't worry about the tone. Worry about what's being said as far as what I'm saying. And I think that's a very good statement because he says some things that I do agree with. He says some things I don't agree with. Let's be real and let's be clear about this. Also, family, we're not always going to agree. I'm sure there's times y'all are going to listen to me and you're going to be yelling at whatever you listen to me. I'm talking about Kane don't know what the hell he's talking about. That's cool. Pretty sure that last podcast talking about what y'all really want. I'm sure that probably set a few of y'all off. It's okay. We always not going to agree. But. Suffice it to say, I think it's a good thing, and this is something that we should talk about for a few. So, CJ, real quick, you had just mentioned something about him coming out around the time that Takashi was out and he was doing his thing, and he was speaking about the no snitching. Now, one thing I will say about that, Charleston White is a controversial, polarizing type dude. He's going to say things to be counter to everybody else, not just in the culture, but just with his views. He just thinks differently than we all do. So do you think that he says certain things just to get a reaction from people? Just just to troll and trigger? He's definitely trolling. Like, I always said that about him. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't pay that nigga no mind. But if you do, everybody, if you scroll and you've seen him, you watch some of his videos, you see what the stuff that he say. It's all trolls. Like, the nigga been locked up then all his life, got out of jail for this and a third, and realized that I could run a bag up. So... Doing what he doing at first, like he, you know what I'm saying he was doing. I heard like when we, when I, when when they, we, niggas was first talking about him and shit, they were saying that he was doing like good shit for the community. But I guess like he realized the community wasn't fucking with him, so he started saying what he's saying, going on interviews like the rappers and all that shit, and getting all this money, getting the interviews and suing people and all sorts of shit. So like I say, that's a trend. Like you gotta understand like. How he think and what he say and shit like that. Some of the shit that he be saying about some people is it, it be true. But some of the things that he be saying about these rappers and shit like that, it's just it's just like that's his mindset or whatever. But like I tell I tell certain people like I tell my my people that's understanding and and their reality is is totally different than that. Not worried about that shit and they worried about their purpose and their plans and getting that shit worried about it. But they just see it. You gotta understand that this this is his type of entertainment to get his this is his, this this is his business like everything that he do and everything he say all his videos and all that shit him blowing up and all the shit that he say that's his marketing like that's how he market his shit yeah you know? all right good so with everything that's been going on and Charleston White has been very vocal talking about rappers getting killed and things like that. Do you foul think with that shit too? Like he foul with that shit. Yeah, we got to be careful about how we talk about the dead. Yeah, facts. Like he's foul with that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, unless you were truly heinous, I ain't really got much to say. If you're truly heinous, oh, I'm gonna talk cash money. But that's me though. But yeah, I think we should be careful about certain things spoken about the dead. But with the way he was talking about rappers getting shot, getting jumped, getting killed, and then him having this interaction with a couple of people out in the crowd at one of the comedy shows that he was at, you think that was a good idea for him to antagonize that man like that? Because he didn't. Because it's funny. Because Charleston White always got something slick to say about the rappers. That's cool. I get it. That's his opinion. 
but he came at the dude in the crowd the same way that he talks about rappers coming at people talking about well how much money you got how many followers you got like how many subscribers do you got like do you think that was a good idea for him to aggravate buddy like that to make him come on stage like that that's his marketing, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, if you ain't want to see it, you should never been in there, in in there. You feel me? Like, like, like we just watched the video. Like he said, bro, I already got my motherfucking money. Like, I already got my bread. You paid for this shit. You up in here? I don't care if you boo me or not. And then he told him, show me some money. Like, like it. Like you feel me? Like, if you go pay the money, go see buddy, or somebody gave you a free ticket, or you. Wow, somebody and took the ticket and didn't know it was Charleston White, so you just was in the neighborhood and got to see the get the ticket. But it was front row seat, so it's just like at the end of the day, like you paid some bread, like for this man to go see him. So if that was your whole contention to like literally start some shit up with this man, you got what you wanted, like from the whole jump. If you wanted to go in there, pay your bread, and start some shit up with Charleston White to see what he was about, you seen it. But my man, fuck it, I be trying, I'm not saying don't be no bitch about it, but saying people like him, you stay away. Like, we already know that's a red flag. We stay away from that nigga. You keep walking past, I, like, we don't, I see him, I, like, I don't know him. Keep walking, he a, a human. But other people be trying to, I guess, show that they big and bad, so they be going to challenge this crazy-ass, suing-ass black man that be doing some crazy shit. We got to really be careful what we say about this nigga. I'm kind of scared he might sue us, bro. Nah, he ain't going to sue us. <laughs> but what I'm saying is this, though. First and foremost, he was part of a card. Well, I guess he, he was part of a group of people that was doing the show. He came out here to Hampton sometime last year, I believe. It was either early this year or late last year. But he came out here to Hampton. So he's been out here to the seven cities. He wasn't the headliner, but because of his, how shall we say it? Because of his fame, they put him on the flyer. I would have, I would have, but that's what I'm saying. If I wouldn't went to go buy a comedy ticket out here to go see some comedy, some upcoming comedy, and I seen, and he that came on stage, my my OG, I would have walked out and went to the food court. (laughs) I feel that. <laughs> like, I feel that. Because there's been some times that I've been to concerts and I've seen people like, yo, I don't know why they're here on the... I don't know why they're on the venue like that, but, hey, I paid to see who I came to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, at the Wu-Tang show, I wanted to see Wu-Tang and Nas. Bust the Rhyme showed up. I wasn't there for him. I was like, yo, can you hurry up so we can get the Nas right quick? You know, I just... But let me get off of that because I'm getting off topic. Let, let me get back on topic. But with the way Charleston White says that we need to move in our community, especially because us being from the black delegation, we have to move in a particular kind of way. I don't think that was a good thing for him to antagonize a dude like that. And then real quick, I got to say something. The link for the video will be included in the description. I just thought it was funny. Buddy was popping off and couldn't even get on stage under his own power to even go get with Charleston White. I thought that was hilarious as hell. Like, bruh, how are you a gangster? You G'd up. You ready to go fight. You trying to squabble with this dude. And you can't even get on stage yourself. You got to have somebody put their hand on your ass and boost you up like a little kid trying to get to the cookie jar. We should have never was, been on the stage. I thought that was like. funny, but yeah. I mean, because you go see certain people do comedy. And I'm going to give you one. I know you a little younger, but I know you understand. I know comedy, bro. D.L. Hughley. That I dude roasts everybody in the first five rows. So if you sit in the first five rows, you already know. You suspect to get a joke cracked on you. You liable to get a joke cracked. 
And you just got to understand how to take that joke and move on with it. You're a part of the show. Certain people do certain types of crowd work, like say a Dave Chappelle or a Matt Reif, where they talk to the crowd. They interact with the crowd. There's a lot of comedians. They talk to the crowd. Um, Sidney Castillo out of Texas. Yo, shout out to him because the incident happened in Texas. But it's a gift and a curse. You go to a show, you're sitting in the front row. Buddy might have been heckling. We are missing context. We don't have five minutes prior to the video from where they took it, from where they was recording. You had the female in the back talking about, put me up there. Put me up there. You don't need to be on stage. You don't need to be up there trying to fight with the grown men. Number one, so shorty, take a seat, sit down, enjoy the show. You might get you a check because Charleston White swung first. On some, on some <laughs> real man to man, the real man to man contact. Like you, when you go poly in people's cities and states and stuff like that, and you go around, you gotta always feel the vibe. I understand Charleston White trying to be himself, and like you got, you can't be respect. Like you gotta respect that. And the same dude that stood up and to fight Charleston White. You was being yourself, so I respect that and and every point of view. But still, from every point of view, man to man, handling business and like treating yourself well as a as a businessman, you gotta goddamn go and make sure that you know your surroundings and you know what type of crowd it is in both point of views. He, he shouldn't if he understand that Charleston Wright was a fuck nigga, he ain't want to hear that nigga jokes. And should have walked out. Charleston White should have already peeped this crowd. For him to come in there and be saying the shit that he was saying is foul. Like it's fucked up. But that's why I be telling you, like, if you if you didn't know him and you already knew him, then you already know what he talk about. He don't talk about shit else. How he talk is the same shit. He said the same shit on all his videos. He ran up money saying the same exact shit. Like his old videos he he it wasn't, but they didn't blow like the ones that he got blew like he blew up on. Yeah, because he was talking reckless. <laughs> now, with Bad. that being said, me and you, we both talk about doing an open mic night at the Funny Bone. There's one thing that me and you both know that we have to do prior to getting on stage. We have to read the room. We got to we got to scan that. You got to scan the room. You got to look at your crowd to see what type of jokes might not land right. I don't want to go up there and get on stage. My first intention is just to roast everybody in the front row. That's funny, but it's not comedy. We would be there to tell jokes. Charleston White should understand, hey, protect the bag at all costs. You're not going to try and mess up your bag. See, now he might not be able to go back to that venue. He might not. He actually might get kicked off of the comedy tour. I don't think he give a fuck, though, bro. Then why would you be up there if you didn't care about it? Bag. Well, marketing. That's what I'm saying. Well, now you're going to ruin your market because he got now, other marketing plans, well, now the bro. promoters are not going to promote you because you're too hot. You're hotter than a firecracker now. So would it be safe to say that you got other promoters that's going to be like, yo, the comedy tour can come to the venue, but he can't come because he's going to get people riled up. And in the era that we live in now, you got a lot of people clout chasing. He ain't going to be famous for nothing else except, hey, I jumped on stage and I tackled Charleston White. I hit him in the face twice. So now you got to look at that aspect. And now you're going to have the copycats. Even somebody that's really funny that don't mess with the crowd like that, like Dave Chappelle. Remember when Dave Chappelle got tackled on stage by that random dude? Yeah. And everybody stomped him out? Yeah. Is it really worth saying, yo, I tackled Dave Chappelle on stage? That's what you famous for? Yeah, I mean. That's why we know you? Is that enough? That's not going to get you a check? 
Well, it might get the dude that ran up on Charles in the check because, as we saw in the video, he hit he, he, he hit, hit him first, crazy, bro. So he hit him first, so better, now they got a reason. Pull, you better pull. You better a. You better pull his card on him, nigga. If you smart, it's business activity. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Get a good lawyer. You ain't even got to talk. Because now Charleston White <laughs> talking about I'm gonna press charges, but he swung first. He could mess around and face a lawsuit. I don't know what his net worth is, but he could lose a chunk of that. There's a possibility. There's a probability since he did what he did. None of that stuff was necessary. Just like you mentioned earlier, you got to look at the crowd. You got to read the room. You got to know who you talking to and who you cracking jokes with. Now at the Kings of Comedy, everybody knew that DL Hewley was about to snap. And yeah. he did, boy, he did. And it was funny, but it was all in good fun. There's a difference in between cracking jokes and they know it. They're prepared for it. Like D.L. Hughley was even on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with Will Smith. Cracking and them. he had to save Will Smith from being on stage for the fact that he was up there just trying to roast cats instead of telling jokes and being a comedian. There's a difference. It's like you got people that are funny in movies, but they're not funny in stand-up. Dane Cook would be the first one that comes to mind. He had a meteoric rise, but his stand-up was trash. Nah, Dane Cook was funny. He was funnier in movies than he was on stand-up. No. If Dane Cook was funny, then that, why that, is that, he not touring now, and why do you don't see him doing stand-up That Dan up, uh, what, what Dan Cook stand-up with that was, but we used to, I used to watch that as a kid. That nigga was funny to me. He, like, he had a couple good jokes. I'm not going to hold you, but where is he now? Dave Chappelle's still touring. D.O. Hughley's still touring. Yeah, it is. Steve funny. Harvey ain't touring because he got 40 million jobs and 40,000 teeth in his mouth. Okay, we get it. Yeah. But... In my opinion, in all honesty, if you funny like that, you're not gonna you're gonna tour at least a couple times out the year. We see D Ray Davis. Nigga old and look We see Dion Cole. We see Corey Holcomb. I have yet to catch Corey Holcomb live. I can't wait to see that brother live. But understand you sitting in the front row, Corey might crack a joke on you. You you need to be prepared. You don't go to a comedy show to go fucking fight. That's not what you're there for. You're there to laugh. You might get laughed at, but at the end of the day, they should be laughing with you. For Charleston White to do what he did, he took penitentiary chances and he took chances of getting deleted by doing what he did. Because some places that you go to understand that some of them cats ain't for play play. These cats is, hey, I'm here to see you crack jokes. I'm not here to see you crack jokes on me. There's a difference. All right? I mean, I think his marketing plan could be part of his plan. What was the stand-up come? Dan Cook like a damn fried-up egg macaroni sandwich. <laughs> what is you talking about, man? Look how he looked now. He looked cracked out. <laughs> yeah, Dan Cook don't look the same. And he <laughs> looks like he ate the other Dan Cook. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, you got certain comedians, man. Matter of fact, since we talking comedy, let's bring up some names. You remember Carlos Mencia? He ain't doing stand-up anymore. <clears throat> That's the fat dude? That's the fat Spanish cat that Joe Rogan ran up on talking about him stealing jokes from Bill Cosby because he was stealing jokes. Amy Schumer, she does a lot of stand-up, but she's known for stealing jokes. She stole jokes from Bill Cosby and Patrice O'Neill. May Patrice O'Neill rest in peace. OG, we miss you. But when it comes to comedy, you have to just be funny at the end of the day. You can crack jokes and have crowded interactions, but you got to watch it. D.L. Hughley been doing this stuff for over two decades, if not longer than that. I ain't never seen nobody jump on him. And D.L. Hughley will crack a joke on you in a heartbeat, bro. <laughs> he quick. He, he's, he's very quick with it. So to see somebody like that 
and see him get on stage. Now, granted, since we talk about Dan Cook, let's go ahead and keep it going for a minute. Nobody's ever attacked him on stage. He hasn't stolen any jokes. <laughs> a lot of people just realize he's not as funny as he thought he was. The funniest joke to me that he had was talking about what's the favorite, what's the best flavor Jolly Rancher. And he said, if you say green apple, I'm going to start stabbing Jaws. Mind you, green apple, best flavor fucking Jolly Rancher. <laughs> Hands down. But that joke don't fly no more, so he got to find something else to do. He but if you're a comedian, your whole craft is not to get the crowd against you. The crowd's supposed to be for you. I could pull up heckling videos and show you when we get done with this. There's some funny ones, but that's people that's egging it on. That's people trying to get out there and talk reckless. And they get destroyed by the comedian. That's the last person that you want to try and get into it with at a comedy show. But Charleston White, like I say, with the way he talk about rappers doing this, that, and the third, he could have ended up like one of them. <laughs> he could have easily lost his life behind something like that. Because he dealing with people that ain't got nothing to lose compared to him. And what do we both know? A nigga with nothing to lose is the wrong nigga to fuck with. He gonna clap you up. He gonna stab you up. You get poked, whatever the case is. So, what are your thoughts on that then? What do you think he should have done? What would have been a better choice, a better course of action? Should have just continued to do his act, man. How I feel, but that's why I'm trying to tell people we know him. Like, I would, and like, I'm not... <clears throat> I'm I'm weak. That's why I'm glad that like, you got me up here, bro, to talk about this. You already know I was excited to talk about this one because it's like y'all know better, like to sit here and think that this not him. Like this is part of the Zach, and I want everybody that's understanding the reality that like come on, like Charles is right doing like we did. I didn't know he was doing stand up. I never knew this man was doing stand up. Then like the first time I found out he doing stand up, he out there fighting. They got his ass. <laughs> like, you feel me? So just like he exposed himself to be up there and it's just like that's what happened. But if he was gonna do it, he should have did what he was supposed to do. But I feel like he was just trying to go get a bag and that's his marketing plan. I feel like all oh, this is a marketing plan. Like he gonna still get a bag, but if the other buddy's smart, he gonna get his bag. But at the end of the day, I don't like <clears throat> how I look at the situation and everything, bro. Is that you got to pay attention to if you if you if he's on if he's trending and people is following the trend, you have to pay attention to the trend. So if you're paying attention to the trend, then you understanding what that person that you're paying attention to, to is doing. So if everybody already know, like if you following Drake or if you following Future, you already know what's 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 about to happen. You know what's going on and everything. If you following like all these celebrities, you know what they do and how they do it and all that stuff. Like real quick, bringing this up, I don't know if you know, it, but it was a celebrity that was um I forgot his name, but he was doing little Instagram posts and TikTok posts or whatever. Man, I scrolled. I was scrolling on. Um, I think it was Twitter. I seen it the first time. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Do you remember what his name was? No, nah, I don't be. You know, I don't pay attention to crazy stuff like that. Unless y'all talk to me about it, bro. Like, but I be knowing what be going on. I just don't be doing my research on it unless I need to. But he, he, um, uh, if I talk about it, with I'm gonna find him. But he's getting arrested for drug trafficking. And it's just crazy. It popped up the other day, like Kyle, like that's what I'm saying, like his videos and all the videos that he be doing. Hold I love. You talking about MK Slimeball? I don't know this boy name. Boy. That's a country cat, right? 
I think so. He be doing like the crazy. I got he, a couple. He of got the hill country accent. He Look, got the face tattoos and stuff. Yeah, bro. Like that he, might I, be MK Slimeball. And to find out that that dude was like rapping and singing, and then all of a sudden he just turned into a thug out of left field. If, he, but like, if now, that's I feel like I feel like I got a I got like a small little video of like his like his shit, bro. Back in the day and shit, I just gotta look for it real quick. Yeah, if you find it, go ahead and play it in the mic so everybody can hear. So uh, they know what we're talking it's about. It's like a mixer though, like if it's like a <laughs> it's like a mixer. It's some crazy shit. But is that just some of his funniest moments or something like it that? It was just it just like I this is what I know him of like type of shit. And then it's like then it's like covered like I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, and it's like boom, like oh this nigga got locked up for drug trafficking. It's just funny how like. When you go like I don't I ain't never go back to his videos, but I when I remember his videos, I remember that he was doing crazy shit. So just like Could that sound a little bit similar to Bunk Gang because he was doing all the crazy stuff and he was getting clout and he was getting clicks and yeah. views, and then somebody ran to... up on him and broke his jaw. The next thing you know, yeah, yeah, my man said I ain't about that life, and he trying to be on his Christian tip. I'm not mad at that. Maybe he needs that type of growth to get off of what he was on because he was going to the grave if he had to kept it up. Matter of fact, this is one you might remember. You remember the dude used to say, put him in a coffin, and yeah. he'd jump on somebody's car? Yeah. Yeah, that dude got killed like a month ago. He did. Damn, see, I didn't know that. See, damn, like, what, like, he got shot? Like, he got shot because he was doing too damn much. He ran up on the wrong one. See, some of these people doing the quote-unquote comedy and these skits, they doing too much. There was a dude here in Virginia, up north around damn, so they really Springfield. There was a, a dude doing a fucking... Skit video, and he ran up on the dude, pestering the dude. The dude had a gun. He's like, yo, get away. The dude kept trying to do the video, talking crazy and whatever he was doing for the video. He ended up getting shot and put in the hospital. Like, people got to understand, like, not everybody's playing you, not playing with you. You know what I'm saying? People got to understand that, and that goes with comedians being on stage. Even comedians on stage, they got to watch what they say. Well... More well-known comedians get more love when it comes to stuff like that. But if you somebody like Charleston White and you got just as much hate as you got love, and you, what what what's your phrase? You got to pick your poison. You got to pick your poison with that shit, Yeah, bro. you got to pick your poison. It's Can't too easy to get fucking clapped up behind something, and then you realize, hey, maybe this won't worth it. I mean, people got to understand and pick their spots. You got so many clout goblins up here. While you're looking for the video, let me ask you. You think he might have an issue for his next venue, the next city that they go to oh, to do the comedy tour? I'm about to say that he retired with the with the comedy. I think he's done with it. <laughs> no, I don't think he's done with it you yet. You think he's still going? But was he been doing comedy, though? Do you know that he been I know doing? he's been doing it for at least the last eight to ten months, maybe longer. I'm sorry it's taking me so long to find these videos. Nah, you good. I don't be on my phone like that. Nah, you good because you don't be on TikTok like that. I know for a fact. I don't be. I'm but, on Instagram trying to look for this shit. That's nah, you good. But while you're still looking, we we gonna still keep chopping it up. Yeah, I'm talking. So about the thing I'm looking at, I think he might have put himself in a bit of a predicament by having this issue go down because you're gonna have the clout goblins trying to get clout. Hey, well the last guy couldn't put hands on Charleston White, so I'm gonna do it at the next show. Like no matter what. Like I said, <clears> he man, had a video that he was fighting somebody before. I think I seen like a he long... did a celebrity boxing match and he maced the dude at the weigh in. Like Charleston oh, White shit. has like yeah, no yeah. chill. Yeah. See, you ain't know about that, did you? I, I think I seen that shit, bro. Yeah, I think like, I, I, I'm hit, bro. I ain't, I ain't got down that there going off the world. Oh no, bro. I ain't saying that. I'm I just be saying, hit, bro. I just don't be paying attention. Nah, see, Jeez. I pay attention to stuff like that because that's the stuff that I just pay attention to for whatever reason. 
I wanted to do a positive podcast today. Well, this is this is a teachable moment. People got to realize. It's like I say, see, me and Sabo talking about going to the Funny Bone to both do an open mic night. We're not trying to go up there and start shit with the people in the crowd. That's not the purpose of the open mic night. I've always wanted to do comedy. CJ does too. So, you know, we both said, hey, we're going to do it next year. We gonna, I got a couple things and we're going to get on stage and, you know, have at least two minutes of material and we're going to get it popping. All right, bet. No problem. The last thing I'm trying to do is fight with somebody in the front row, especially knowing I ain't trying to fight. Now, I know you remember Charleston White had, uh, was it Soldier Boys people that ran up on him? And he ended up pulling a gun or he made somebody? It was something like that happened about a month and a half ago. Oh, no, about that. Well, I'm a little fuzzy on the details, y'all, so don't get me wrong, so don't hold me to a high standard on this one. But there's a rapper that he has said some words about, and he ended up meeting this rapper and his entourage in person. Uh, there was two different series of events that people are saying. One series is that he ran. There's one series that he pulled out the mace or pepper spray. He pepper sprayed somebody. That's the one that I remember being a little more valid, a little more certified as happening. Now, is it possible that he ran for somebody? Yeah. Is it possible that he pepper sprayed somebody? I actually think that happened. The thing I'm looking at is, how long is it gonna be before he runs up against somebody and they and they and they gonna lift up at him? <laughs> I don't want to see anything like that happen. Like I say, Charleston White, for as much shit as he talks, he's good for the community and the fact that if you actually can get him to calm down and come out of character and be himself. He actually has some really good things to say. He has some really intelligent thoughts in his head. It's just that because people want to see a certain type of delivery, he has a certain type of notoriety now that he's going to keep playing that role where he's going to be that troll. He's got to be careful on how he does it. Because, yeah, he's monetizing it right now, but what good is that going to do him if somebody puts him in the bag and zips him up? That's just my thing. But I still ain't find that video, bro. You may as well cancel Christmas, man. You may as well zip that phone up too, nigga. Yeah, I know I need to stay off this damn phone. He need to they need to zip his ass up, but like not like the bad way, but like he need just to stay focused on what he been doing and, and keep staying behind scenes of, of doing what he said that he was doing about helping the community and helping the people and shit like that because all this other shit that he do, I mean, I understand he on the trend. Like, I understand, like, niggas is getting back doing what they're doing, but you just got to put yourself in a certain type of standard. Like, damn, is that what you want to do? That's that, that's how you want to come off? That's how that's how you want the world to look at you? That's how, like, when we walk by you in the street and somebody approach you, that's like, you know what I'm saying? Some people don't really give a fuck. They don't got shit to lose, but it's like... Damn, like, I know this nigga a snitch, or I know this nigga right here say he'll clap somebody or sue somebody if I say something or do something the wrong way to this nigga. So it just, like, make you realize, like, is that is that how you want to present yourself when, when, when the world see you? Like, I tell a lot of people, like, a lot of rappers and everything or whatever, like, I'm an artist or whatever, rapper or whatever, but it's like, I put, I, I say crazy shit on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, CJ7, only one. I say crazy shit all the time. But if you know me, you know me. Like I, I present myself well, but it's like don't, don't get me to a certain extent. Like I'm a snap. So it's just like, but Charleston White come off different. Like he don't come off as always. I'm a snap. He always come off as fuck this, fuck these niggas. Y'all niggas broke. Goddamn, going. Y'all need to get. 
get some money, all crazy shit, bro. So it's weird. It's definitely weird. Yeah, because a lot of the stuff I'm looking at, like what type of legacy is he going to leave behind? You got somebody like, uh, let's say, uh, Muhammad Ali. His legacy will never be tarnished as far as everything that he did for the black delegation, but not just so for us, but he vacated his titles because he didn't want to go to war to fight people that he didn't have a problem with in Vietnam. And he was quoted as saying, why am I going to go over there and fight them? Them brown people ain't do anything to me. So somebody like Muhammad Ali, he's always going to be revered in the community. Charleston White is going to end up making himself notoriously hated, and that's not how you want to leave your mark on society. You want, you don't want to leave your mark being somebody like a Hitler or some type of tyrant, <laughs> somebody, you know, like some type of person like that. You don't want to be put in that type of category. You don't want to be a... Uh, What's the memes when they, they be like, I'm going to say this person right here was Charleston White, and it be some weird motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you don't, yeah, that's not how you want to, yo, that's not how you want to leave your mark, especially when you do have some good things to say, when you do have some good knowledge and you do drop some <clears throat> jewels for the community that they could pick up, shine, and carry with them. That's not what you want to do at the end of the day. Like me and you, for example, we want to leave our mark on society as being beneficial for society, like, yo, these cats had some good things to say. We chopped up some good game. These cats gave me some information I use, and I put it toward trying to achieve my goal. That's how we want to be looked at when we leave the world and we're dead and we're gone. We want to be looked at like, yo, they like they might not have been great on the level of a Muhammad Ali, but they were still good for the community. They were still beneficial to the delegation as far as trying to speak positivity into things. He has his moments where he does that, but... I probably couldn't give you five right now. That's far and few between because we keep getting exposed to him doing his nonsense, per se. We keep getting exposed to him doing the fuckery. Facts, though. That is facts, though, doing the fuckery. Yeah, we shouldn't have to, you know, only know you by doing stuff that's that's silly. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have to just regard you in this silly, in, in like this silly column, like, hey, I'm going to put you over here with MK Slime Ball and Boom Gang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do give props to Boot Game because he shout turned his life man. around. And shout he's trying to do way better now. So I do give him props for that. Nah, shout out to Boot Game. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm giving him his props and his respect because, yeah, he started out doing crazy, reckless stuff, but, nah. he's, but he switched it up. Shout out to Boot Game. <laughs> like, cause it he, shouldn't have took him getting his jaw broken and being put in the hospital for him to realize that. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's Because it could have been worse. But with Boot Game was running up and shit, got dead going, and we were doing I didn't crazy. think that was funny at first, we man. Were doing That's crazy just me. Shit. I didn't like none of his skits. We were doing crazy shit because of Boot Game. Yeah, see, <laughs> I wasn't doing nothing crazy because of Boot Game, because the type of stuff he was doing, you get somebody hemmed up or clipped. We were, we were doing crazy shit on Boot Game. Boot yeah, game. That, was back was. In that, that was back in that yellow that yellow stage. You understand? I, was, I, mean, I ain't young, but... I'm about 27, so, like, we were wilding out. We had to make a way. Young kids trying to goddamn get a bag, so we got there going just doing what we had to do to survive type of shit. Yeah, what but that ain't what from. you need to do to get it because now you're yeah. making old heads like me walk around with one in the head because you're not going to run up on me, ask, like, like yeah, ask me yeah. to see my watch, and then you take my watch and run off talking about facts, gang facts, shit. Facts. You're not doing that to me. Yeah, you're not doing that's that what, That's what we not – and see, this is why. Because just like <clears> you said – it's a trend. He's riding a trend. Why can't he be a trendsetter? That's what he needs to do. Be a trendsetter with your comedy. Dave Chappelle has always been setting trends with his comedy. Kevin Hart. These cats, 
Like I say, I was doing that shit for the fame. He was funny back then, but then he did. Nah, his last special on Peacock was actually really funny. He took it back to that original Kevin Hart. Well, you got to watch it because he took it back. Because the two comedy specials he did before that, my opinion, straight trash. That last one he did on Peacock, that shit was hilarious. I only download Peacock just to watch that John Wick series. (laughs) Shit they had. Continental, you dumb. (laughs) Watch that shit I canceled. Alright, so what are your final thoughts, man? Stay positive. Like, stay positive. It's whatever you do, if it's part of your plan and understand, then that's just you. You know what I'm saying? Like if however you present yourself is how you present yourself, but just understand if you the people that follow and understand like they ain't gonna like reality is more bigger than presenting yourself like an asshole then <laughs> like Yeah, there you go. You said it, you said it, you said it, you <laughs> so, said it. Get yourself there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Stay focused on that and keep going. Like other than that, always like like he say, get to the bag, bro. Like if nigga if if nigga say got them show me some money, show that nigga some money, bro. But tell him I got one in the head too for you too if you think you fan touch this money that I worked hard for. So always stay focused. All right, bet. Now, me, y'all already know what I'm going to say. You can look out for number one without stepping on number two. If it comes down to a dick measuring contest and you just say pull out the money and how much money you got and you ain't got money and you broke, understand something. Pressure bust pipes. Men know. Low-level threat of violence with any man we come across, even by doing something as innocuous as saying, hey, what's up, brother? How you doing? That might lead to somebody getting clipped and deleted on the spot so you got to pick your spots because you don't know what type of day the next man had they come into a comedy show they want to laugh they don't want to come to a comedy show spear you like rhino from the wwf back in the day and then get carried out by security you talking about pressing charges well they can press charges on you because you committed an assault first that was self-defense on that part there's so many different ways this could have ended thank goodness nobody was seriously hurt thank goodness nobody was killed it's the little things we got to look at. It's the silver lining on the clouds. But me personally, my opinion, he was doing way too much. He needs to cut it out. If you're going to do comedy, man, do comedy. If you're not getting laughs, you're not funny. If you have to resort, if you have to, resort to roasting the crowd, if you don't have the level of skill doing that like a DLQ leader where it's not antagonizing you and demeaning you, if you ain't got that type of skill, you should pick another line of business. Because when I found out that he was doing comedy, I actually thought about trying to get tickets to go see him. Because I was just curious because... Fuck that nigga. No, listen, 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 listen. Because he had the persona online of being some type of troll slash tough guy. We ain't seen him do nothing like a tough guy do. But we do know he got one in the head and he'll lift up on you if you catch him at the right moment. Like I said, it could have ended very bad on so many different fronts, and we've seen so much death and destruction here in the last couple of months. We don't need any more, especially not within the community. Our community, we always got a problem, and what did they hit us with? Oh, well, what about black-on-black crime? Is the bullshit like what happened on stage is why people keep coming at us like that. Now, real quick, I want to inform y'all, black-on-black crime is a stupid-ass way of talking. It's just crime at the end of the day. Nobody says Hispanic on Hispanic crime, Asian on Asian crime, or whatever the case may be. It's just crime. But when it comes to us, we got to move different. We got to hold ourselves to a higher standard because everybody else does. We can't move like any other delegation or community. We got to move the way that we know how we need to move. 
Now you're gonna have people not trying to have them come to the venue to do a show. You got other people losing out on bags too, possibly. That's not a stretch. I'm not reaching like Mr. Fantastic, y'all. I'm just being real and being honest. You can mess up the bag for everybody else by trying to be Brody about shit, and you're not about that life. Let's just call it what it is. But that's, that's all that I you got. Said that. Yo, go ahead and give your shout-outs, man. Shout-out to Dang on 4 man, with the clothes line coming soon, offline, man. Tap in with that. Shout-out to Rich Lee, Set and Flow. Shout-out to Quan, Twinspan, Free Famo, Dang on it, Johnny Bright. Shout-out to Goddamn Unk. Stay strong, bro. You got this. If you listen, I'm going to sing the podcast, Unk. I got you, Unk. Dang on it. Shout-out to the family. And shout out to everybody that's tapping in on a daily basis, man. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter, CJ Saba Only One. Check me out on Apple Music, Spotify, and YouTube, CJ Saba with a money symbol. Let's go. Well said. Yo, so shout out to Mr. Collective, TM the Trash Mechanic, Jay Weeks, Rich League Set and Flow, Four Way, Q. Goddamn, I got stuck for a second. <laughs> Four-way Q, Fable, Lil Sean, CJ Savo, the one and only, DJ the First Lady. What up? Yo, shout out to Devin, Goose Money from the Shy, Bands, Twin, what up, Twin? Shout out to Rogue, Trey's OG, Snow Angel, Devil Mama, Heather Mac, and of course, the homeboy, Breathe Easy. And man, listen, you go to a comedy show to be entertained. I hope this is a wake-up call for Charleston White. I understand you're doing comedy. Okay, we get it. We understand you outspoken. Okay, we get it. But you got to pick your spots, man, because you're going to mess around try the wrong one. you about to get Pick your up. spots. Pick seriously. Your spots. Don't sit in the frame. You don't get roasted. Pick your spots. Pick your poison. No, I ain't talking about it. <laughs> Yo, I ain't talking about the crowd, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking, talking about it. No, I'm talking about the man on the mic. You're not supposed to antagonize the people that came to see you because that can start a trend of people missing out on other comedians just because you on the card. You messing up bags, you messing up your own bag. You making it hot for yourself in these streets. You hotter than a firecracker. Now the next venue you go to, you may have a problem. Nice. You talk about I got more money than you. How much money you gonna lose because of this? Because now you got some other clout goblins gonna come on stage and beat the shit out you. <laughs> you got some other clout goblins gonna put you in the damn figure four. He's <laughs> gonna put you in the figure four or a scorpion death lock on stage to say that hey, I put him in the figure four and I put him in the scorpion death lock. See now you. You drawing undue heat and attention to yourself for the wrong reasons. That's all I'm saying. Facts. That is facts. That is facts. All right. That's all we got. Y'all be safe. Take care. Tell them it's holiday season. Keep your head on the swivel. Keep a kick cat in your pocket in case you got to break somebody off a piece. Maybe Charleston White got a joke you don't like. I don't know. I'm just saying. That's all we got. Be safe. Take care. Peace. Peace.